Well, amen. I'm glad to be. I'm glad to be here uh, today. Uh, it's a privilege of my life to be able to uh, to serve Jesus. I um, count it an absolute privilege. Uh, I thank God for the day that I, that I was saved. I'm going to share you a little bit of my testimony in the next hour. Uh, right now, let's uh, get into the Bible. You'll turn with me to the book of uh, Matthew, chapter 16. Matthew, chapter 16. I'm going to preach a very familiar verse, uh, out of a very familiar verse. And before, before I end up getting into the message, first of all, I want to thank Pastor for allowing our family to come and uh, come present our ministry to your church. Uh, we, we, have, we have enjoyed the hotel stay. I'll tell you, the country inn, I didn't realize this, but they have one of the best continental breakfasts that I've, I think I've ever been to. And trust me, Rama and I, we've stayed a lot of hotels this year, and, we, and, we, and, I, and I went in there and I was amazed at the, um, the selection that they have over there. It was just, it was just it was just amazing over there, but um but I'm but I, but uh, I want to thank you all for for putting us up for the night for um, allowing us to come present our ministry. We enjoy, we enjoyed all the the goodie baskets and everything. Um, if you will, if you go on the back table outside, um, just uh, just as you go outside is our display table. I, I would encourage that everybody um, gets a. Um, a prayer card and, and 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 please 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 pray uh, pray over our family. I guarantee that your church will be prayed for by us, and, and I and I ask that you'll please uh, pray for for us. I'm going to preach a um, a familiar verse. Uh, the pastor didn't realize I was going to end up preaching this today, but the Lord put this on my heart. I, I just realized last week. That last week you guys had your charter service, and, and I'm excited for that. That is a that is a big step. I, I'm glad for for this church right here. But the 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 title of my lesson or my or what I'm gonna what I'm gonna speak about in the Sunday school hours the purpose of a local church. The purpose of a local church. If you look with me in Matthew verse 16, I mean Matthew 16. I'm gonna start in verse 13. Um, Pastor, what uh, what time do I have until? Okay, okay, great, good. That gives me enough time. I'm going to start in verse 13. And when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, others Jeremiah, and one of the prophets. And he saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Now, a lot of people in this very verse right here, they believe that 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 uh, that Jesus was actually saying upon Peter, we're uh, we're going to build my church. But Jesus says, no, upon this rock, and Jesus is the rock. I will build my church. Um, and then uh, and then he go he goes on to say, uh, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And of course, when you have a local New Testament church, that is a promise from God that, that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the local church. 
Let's go ahead and pray. And I'm going to preach on this very thoughts. I'm, uh, it's going to be more teaching. I'll, I'll let Pastor preach, but this will be more teaching about this very thought, the purpose of a new t- uh, of a of a New Testament church. Let's pray, and then we'll get into the lesson. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for all to do for us. Thank you for being such a a great God. And God, we sure do love you. And thank you for the the people that came out during the Sunday school hour. Uh, Sunday school hour is such a vital t- part of of church. And God, I ask that you'll please help me to portray this truth. Help, uh, help me to say the words that you want me to say. Fill me with your power, God. And we sure do love you and thank you for everything that you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. When I was in Bible college, I, I had what they called a bus route. I had a bus captain. I had many other, um, I had many other duties on that bus route. But I remember as I would constantly have, um, see a bunch of my friends and they're bringing all these visitors to church. And I'm still kind of new to this thing called Christianity. I, uh, well, when I, was in, when I went to Bible college, I probably was going to church faith for about two or three years. But I remember how frustrated I used to get uh, when, when I would see my friends, my comrades, constantly bringing other people to church. I would constantly on Saturdays I would go and knock on many different doors. I would I would I would knock on doors, pass out tracts, uh, try to invite people to come to church, win people to Christ, and I would do many different things uh, during uh, the sa- during my Saturday soul winning. And then come Sunday and we we would we would drive by some of the houses of people that promised that that they would come to our uh, come to our church and. And they say, no, I have other things to do today. And I remember as I would see other, other comrades who spent maybe a couple, two or three hours in the bus route. And here I am, about eight or nine hours on my bus route. And they, and they, would, constantly, uh, they would constantly be bringing people to church and how frustrated I really was. I began even doubting if I was called. I began doubting if, if God even uh, called me to, do, uh, to, to be in full-time Christian service because I just didn't feel like I was producing. <clears throat> I, I was constantly torn inside about it. One, I, one day I realized as I was going through my Bible study that it's not my job to, to, uh, to build God's church. There's a promise right here in this very passage that says that, that, that I will build my church. And of course, of course, that is a promise of God. Now I'm going to give you a little bit of what, of what a church is, and then, and then I'm going to get into, uh, get into the, the lesson today. The, the definition of a church is a called out assembly. Um, of course, a saved, baptized uh, believers. But many times as we go to church and, 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 and we come here Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday, many, many churches they, and many Christians, they don't understand why, why am I really going to church? What is the purpose of a New Testament? What is the uh, purpose of a, of a local church? And even me, as I was as I was a young Christian, I had no idea what uh, what a local church was about. All I knew is that is that uh, is that uh, we would go to church, we would sing songs, we would uh, th- th- there would be a man up here screaming at me. 
There, there will be, there, you know, and, and then we come back Sunday night, get screamed at again, and then, and then we come Wednesday, and he's so deep into the Bible. What is my purpose uh, for even coming to church? And I would constantly wonder what, what that purpose was. Well, I mean, for instance, why, why does the pastor preach about uh, we should give tithes and offerings to the church? Why, why, why is there preaching? Why is there? Uh, why, uh, why do we have missionaries coming coming through all the time, and 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 they're, and they're trying to get money so they can go to the field? What? Uh, well, what is the purpose? What is the goal? What is the the absolute focus of a New Testament church? And I'm hoping to to answer some questions today about that. I'm gonna. I'm, there are many different reasons. That that God has a ch- that God has a church, but today I'm only going to give just a few different a few different reasons why we have a local church. Uh, church. Church is mentioned many different times in the Bible, but I don't have enough time to be able to go through every single place where church is at. I, I, my my goal today is that I can get you to to maybe get a little bit of a taste of 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 um, what what it means to have a local church, and then you and then you'll go home and study in the Bible for yourselves. I, I'm going to give you just four ways on on why we have a uh, a local New Testament church. If you'll turn with me to the book of Acts chapter 1. The book of Acts chapter 1. I'm going to read in verse 8. And of course, this is known as the fifth time that, that Jesus gives his, what they would call a great commission. And, I, and I'll explain that. But it says right here in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, But ye shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses... Uh, unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the world. Five different times in the, in the New Testament, Jesus gave his church, uh, 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 one of his last commandments was the Great Commission. The, 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 one, of the, the, one of the main focuses for the local New Testament church is, is to uh, is to carry out the Great Commission. It is the job of every commission to go and tell others about our faith. It is a, uh, we must continually be witnessing about um, our faith to other people. When I was a young Christian, I went to a, to a church um, uh, that's, that's barely in existence anymore. And my pastor at that time was a soul-winning pastor. I remember every Saturday we would go out and and uh, and, and we'd all meet at the church and we and I mean we, just like a whole entire uh, flock we would go out and just start knocking on doors. I remember when I actually first led my soul to the Lord, and I remember that this church was a thriving Baptist church, but they lost their focus about what what they're supposed to do. They are. Uh, uh, they they have they have lost their meaning and, and and what a local church is supposed to do and that's of course to carry out the great commission. Now now I, I preached at the, at the church probably about almost a year ago, and now they only have a handful of people. They they have been around a lot longer than even this church is, but but they been, they've been around since uh, since the, since either the 60s or 70s. And I remember I would go to this church and 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 they would uh, 
have about uh, almost 150 to 200 people at this church. And the, and, the, and, the, and the pastor began uh, to stop uh, soul winning and, and his people stopped following him and stopped soul winning, stopped telling other people about Jesus and, 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 and they lost their first love and they lost their, fir- they lost their focus about this thing called the Great Commission. We are constantly supposed to be uh, out there um, throughout the whole entire week, no matter where we're at, telling people about our Lord. That is that is a that is a plan that 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 Jesus has set Himself and says, "Here, here's what I want you to do. I already saved your soul out of hell. I already saved you from from uh, from doing. Uh, from uh, I already saved you from from going to hell when you die. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go and tell other people about what I did for you on the cross." That way you can. Uh, that way they can go to heaven when they die, because the Bible says that Jesus uh, is willing that no, that nobody should perish, and it is the job of every Christian to go out and tell other people about Jesus. Now, now, now let me now let me just say um, a little bit more about that. Maybe, maybe somebody in here, you do not know how to personally tell another person about Jesus. Maybe, maybe you have never had the opportunity to. Maybe you're just afraid to. Let me, let me, t- let me tell you something. There was a, a disciple in the Bible who, not, who, just, who just got saved. They, uh, this is, and just saw Jesus. And, it's, and he, didn't, he, didn't, uh, he, uh, he went to his friend Nathaniel... Uh, who um, uh, he went to his friend Nathaniel and said, "Here, come and see, come and see what I who I see now." And and of course, uh, and, and right and right there is an example that 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 you don't always have to have uh, the the um, the. Uh, the right words to say because because it's not even your job to save them; it's it's Jesus's job to save them. It is the Holy Spirit's job to draw them in. You are just the instrument, the, the tool to, 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 to tell that person about what Jesus has done for you. For instance, one of the things I have the privilege of is that, and you'll hear a lot more about my testimony in the, uh, in the next hour, but before I was saved, I used to be a devil worshiper. I used to be a, a satanic who, uh, who was a strung out drug addict. Who, who, who hit rock bottom and now, and now Jesus saved me, restored my whole entire life and now I'm able to go out and tell other people about Jesus and about what Jesus has done for me. Now, now, now people like Pastor myself and my wife and uh, Pastor's wife, they, they, uh, they, they know um, what, what we would call the Romans Road. But you want to know something? What, when Paul, most of the time when Paul led other people to the Lord and told other people about Jesus, he, all he ever talked about is, here. here's what the Lord did to me. All he said is, you know what? I, I, I used to persecute the church of God. I used, to, I used to, to, to persecute Christians. I used to murder Christians. And, and then suddenly he said, but let me tell you what the Lord has done for me. 
And a lot of people got saved just because of that. Sometimes your testimony will win people to the Lord. Well, God will use your testimony to win somebody else to Christ. And, and, and the, you know, the, one of the main jobs of a Christian at a local New Testament church is that you go out and, and tell other people about Jesus. Let me show you another passage of where the Great Commission is at. If you turn me to the book of Matthew chapter 28. Let me show you the Great Commission in full. You turn with me to the book of uh, Matthew chapter 28. I'm going to start in verse 18. It says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is giving, uh, given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and uh, teach all nations. When he's saying teach all nations, he's talking about teach them about me. Then he says, uh, and and uh, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Now let me tell you something about that. All he is saying is that, is that after they get saved, bring them to church, ha- have them get baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. The first step of obedience after you get saved, not before you get saved, uh, uh, this, is a, this is after you get saved, the first step of obedience is baptism. And baptism has nothing to do with salvation. It has nothing to do with you going to heaven. All it is is just you symbolizing and them symbolizing uh, uh, about them getting saved. For instance, if I, t- if I took my ring off, if I'm, am I still married? I'm still married. Okay? The, uh, uh, I have a paper saying that, I, that, that, that we're married. We, sa- we said I do at the wedding altar. We're married. I, I hate to use this as kind of like a like a um, like a um, like a generic term, but 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 baptism is almost like putting a ring on your finger. You're identifying with Jesus Christ. If I took this ring off, I'm still I'm still married. It, baptism has nothing to do with going to heaven. But the Bible, but that is God's plan for the local church when it comes to the Great Commission. It, he is he is talking about. You bring in them to church, and then and then uh, get under the preaching, and then 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 here's the next step: teaching them to observe all things um, whatsoever I commanded you. And then that's where you teach them to observe about what the Lord has done through you, and you start discipling them. And then you teach them on how to go and win people. That is, the, that is God's plan for a Christian and for a local New Testament church uh, when it comes to the Great Commission. By simply going, telling other people about Jesus, getting them baptized, and then, and then uh, after they get saved, and then teaching them about, about the Christian life. Teaching them how to, how to tie. Teaching them how to, how to do other things. Uh, we call it discipleship. I know this might be a little, might be a, um, might be a little. Uh, I'm not. I know I'm being more teachy here, but but uh, but but the Sunday school hour is usually meant for meant for uh, teaching, and I, I want I, and I want to tell you um, kind of like um, an amen for last week about what a local New Testament church is, is supposed to do. I, I, I'm talking about out of the Bible. See what? See, 
I don't... I'm a Baptist by choice, but I'm a Christian by faith. And let, let, me, tell, let me tell you what I mean. Uh, I want to know what the Bible says about, about what, to, what a local New Testament church is. I don't want to just know what the Baptists believe. I want to know what the Bible, Bible says about many things. I don't want to know what a religion believes. And that's what, that's what I'm trying to, trying to show you here. Now, if you'll turn with me to the book of Acts chapter 2. In verse, uh, cha- uh, Acts chapter 2. And this is, of course, what we call Pentecost. Acts chapter 2. And we'll stay in Acts for the rest of the time. And there, there's a lot more different places that, that a church... But I'm only giving you four different... Uh, points today or observations. If you look at me in uh, 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 chapter 4 and verse uh, I'm sorry, 2 verse 46. And, I, and, and, uh, and of course this is also with the, with the first church. I'm going to actually start in verse 42. It says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine of fellowship and breaking bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul. Now the word fear actually means to respect. Fear came upon every soul. Um, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and all had things in common. And sold their possession and goods. Part of them to all men as every man had need. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple. Breaking bread from house to house. To eat uh, their meat with uh, with gladness and singleness of heart. And then uh, notice uh, verse 47. It says, praising, uh, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily as such as should be saved. Now if you look with me back at verse 46. It says, And they continue daily, uh, continuing daily with one accord in the temple. One of the other things that a, that a local New Testament church needs is that everybody needs to be in one accord. In a church, there are many different kinds of people with many different opinions. And, and opinions are good, and I'm glad for different opinions. But, 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 um, but, uh, hold on one moment. I, I lost my notes for a minute. And, and a lot of these opinions would tell, tell you know, people how, on how they would do these. That is fine. Many people that have different kinds of opinions help, uh, help uh, throw in ideas to help strengthen uh, things that probably need to be done in the church. But here's the, here's the one thing, is that being in one accord means that they are trying to accomplish the same goal. For instance, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge football fan. I love football. Uh, I, you know, I was excited that, uh, that a few days ago the, the Bears won and then the Bears lost on Thursday. You know, I mean, I wasn't very excited about that. But here's the thing. And that, on that football team, they, people have many different positions. They have many different uh, uh, opinions and, and philosophies and, and everything. But the one thing that that football team is trying to do is that they have one common goal, and that is to win. And, and that, that's the same thing it is with, with, with a local church, is that you have one common goal. And that common goal is to, is to reach the world with Jesus Christ. <clears throat> well, Matt, many, many, of, many, of us, uh, many of you might have talents. I didn't know that, pa- that pastor could sing. I really did not know that. 
But many people have wonderful, beautiful voices, or or they might be able to play piano like uh, um, like like I can't barely pronounce their name, their last name. That's why I'm I'm saying the pastor and all that. But but uh, ma- but many uh, but many people uh, you know you might be able to play the piano. You might have uh, you might have many other things that you can give your talent to the Lord. But let me tell you something: the one common purpose. That, that you give your talent to the Lord at, at your church is for one purpose, and that is to uh, is that that is to reach the world and to lift up Jesus. Pa- uh, Pastor and me were just talking about some of the some of the some of the uh, uh, some of the even some of the Christian groups out there, and many of them will sing to the Lord because they feel like that that they have this. Uh, that they're God's gift to sing in. They don't realize that, that God gave them that voice. They don't realize that God gave them that talent. And then they start accepting money, which I'm not all against that because, because uh, uh, God takes care of His own. But they start accepting money and then they forget that the person that they're singing for is, is Jesus Christ. They start, they start lifting themselves up instead of Jesus. And the whole entire purpose that 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 this church is uh, uh, that you bring people to church is yes to, to to reach them, but also to lift up the name of Jesus. The, the whole entire reason that 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 that, that, that a man of God will will, uh, will stand will stand behind this pulpit is 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 yes to give instruction and give what the Lord has put on his heart, but first of all is to lift up Christ through his preaching. And that, and that, and that is the main uh, main goal of, of, of being in one accord, uh, to, to, to have the same common goal, to give your talents to the Lord so you can lift up and magnify the name of Jesus. And then I'm gonna, and then, <clears throat> and then I'm gonna look at observation number three, and it's still in the same chapter. If you look at me in verse forty-seven, and this is still talking about the ch- the first church. This is, uh, it doesn't mention the name church, but this is talking about the first church. It says praising God and having favor with the people. So it's observation number three is having favor. With people, Gandhi one time said that the only thing keeping me from being a Christian are Christians. Here's this here's this man of, of Hinduism who said himself the only thing keeping me from being a Christian are Christians. Many times uh, we can we uh, uh, us as Christians we can act like we, uh, we are so perfect, but the truth is is that we are all sinners. When I was first saved, um, I was hesitant about Christianity. I have known many Christians in the past, and and I always I always struck them as arrogant and, and prideful, and sometimes they thought that they were better than me. They act, a lot of times. <clears throat> uh, they, they they would look down on me because I because ha- I used to have long hair. A lot of times they would look at me because because I didn't come from the Christian upbringing that many of them came came uh, came up in. Two weeks after I got saved, my father died a drunkard's death, and I remember how heartbroken and how much of a difficult time I was having during it. I had a, I had a very difficult time dealing with it until this day. 
Uh, and, and, and a lot of us that have, not, that have lost a parent or something like that, you'll understand what, I, what, I, what I'm talking about. But even to this day, I have a little bit of a tough time. I still think about my father a lot. <clears throat> the church that I was attending uh, came to the viewing and the, and the funeral. And they helped, they helped me keep my head up. They helped me through my grief. They prayed for me. They, they, they encouraged me. And because of that, they helped restore me. Because I was very bitter. I remember that I could not handle the fact that my, that my father passed away. And, and, and because I could not handle that, and it was how, how it happened, he died as a 54-year-old man, a drunkard's death, a, very, uh, a sad way to end his life. And I remember that, that, that I, started, I started getting back onto my drugs and everything. As I did that, I would constantly call um, my, my, my pastor in Cicero, Illinois, and I would constantly uh, uh, call him and say, Pastor, I'm, I'm, I'm on cocaine again. I, I just need you to pray for me. Help me. I don't know what to do. I, I, can't, I can't deal with this anymore. And he and it wouldn't it wouldn't even be a day later he would give me a call back. He was never too busy for me. I would I would constantly be <clears throat> I would constantly be uh, probably back oh, out of God's will if it wasn't for that church helping to restore me. Even though I was going through a rough time, and even though I was I was uh, I, I was grieving, and, and I was and I was bitter, and I was I was cold. I had Pastor Caro constantly helping me through my grief, and that ch- and that church is still still thriving today because because I because he loves people. Somebody one time said that church is supposed to be a hospital for hurting people because everyone hurts. It is our job to love them, be, be patient with them, because remember, we are all sinners. And then lastly, if you look with me in Acts chapter 17, Acts chapter 17, Acts chapter 17, I'm going to read verse 1 through 4, and I have just a few minutes left. And when they had passed through uh, Amphipolis and uh, um, Apollonia, if you, if, you, if you don't know how to pronounce names here, just act like you do. <laughs> uh, uh, and they came to Thessalonica. See, I, see I, I have a bad thing with tongue twisting, but Thessalonica. Okay, whatever it is, um, <laughs> where where was a synagogue of the Jews, and Paul, as his manner was, went in unto him, and three Sabbath days reasoned with them, not out of the Scriptures, opening and alleging that Christ must needs have suffered and and risen again from the dead, and that this Jesus, whom I preach unto you, is Christ. Some of them believed and cons- uh, and consorted with Paul and Silas, and of the uh, devout Greeks, a great multitude. And of the chief women, uh, not a few. Of course, here is the starting of the church uh, of the of the church of Thessalonia, 
Um, and, and of course... Uh, he reasoned with them out of the scriptures, and he and 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 Paul was a, was a church planner, and he and he started uh, many different churches. One of the and I'll, and I'll let I'll let your pastor speak to you more about this in, in his time. But one of the uh, the focuses of a local New Testament church is to start more churches. Start more churches. The Bible says that we are to reach the whole entire world. If you, if you remember when we were in Acts chapter 1, it talks about that, uh, that ye shall be witnesses to me both in Jerusalem and Judea. Now if you don't know this, but Rock Falls is your Jerusalem. But he says it does not stop there. It is our job to, to reach uh, our Judea, our Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. And that's all simultaneously. For instance, uh, a pastor came here from Lighthouse Baptist Church just just about an hour away. His church started another church, so that way you all have a church and a place to come to. It is this uh, this church's job to start other churches as well. When the Lord Lord, uh, puts it on uh, people's hearts to start another church. But it doesn't stop there. One of the ways to, uh, to, um, to start other churches is through a missions program. All it is is saying, Lord, what will you have me to give for the cause of Christ? And whatever the Lord puts on your heart, that's what you give. And, 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 and one of the main focuses of a church is to start another church. And 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 uh and uh the reason why we start other churches is so they can start other churches. If you know anything about the about the, the religion of Islam, they are the fastest growing religion in the world. They 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 they, they are huge in some countries that even Christians have not gone to. Or that Christians have not even tried to go to. Because, because, because they believe in their God and they're willing to lay their life down for their, for their false God. And we have the real God and we're not real willing to sacrifice what we have to help start more churches and get the gospel out. What is the, the purpose of a local church? It's to carry out the Great Commission. They are to be in one accord in all things. They, um, they are to... Uh, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, I lost my place again. They, uh, they are to have favor with people. And they are to start more churches. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for all you do for us. And thank you for being such a great God. And God, we... We sure do love you, and uh, thank you for uh, what you're going to do with this church. That's just still a young church. God, I ask that you please help the remainder of the of the the preaching hour and, and everything that you have for us. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen.